This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Take any chances. Hello and welcome to the Blues Focus podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, many thanks for taking the time for downloading the pod. Uh, and as we say, all of the pods can be found on bluesfocuspod.co.uk. Uh, if you're downloading iTunes, then please uh, rate, leave a comment, um, good or bad. Uh, we like to pick up on, on all comments that we can and dis- discuss them in various pods. Uh, today, as ever, I've got uh, Tom Oxman with me. How are you, Tom? Good, thanks, mate. You? Yeah, very, very well. Uh, and we're, we're really, really lucky to have uh, yet again another sort of legend of the club, um, certainly over more recent times than, than maybe a few of the players that have come on. Um, so, Roger Johnson, many thanks for taking the time to join us. No problem at all. No problem. Man, good man. Just quickly before we get going, I uh, just want to give a little shout out to our Patreon page. Go check it out. Link will be in the description. A um, few shout outs to uh, current Patreons. Uh, JM Real, Simon Evans and Val Bowen North. <laughs> um so thank you to you guys for donating to the Patreon page. So, Roger, just to give it, I guess, a bit of background for, I think we, we probably all know, but play for the club. good side in the, in the Premiership. Uh, scored on a couple of occasions. One in particular does stand out, which I think we'll touch on at, at, at one point during the yeah. pod. Uh, but, but yeah, just, just um, look, you know, given where we are at the moment, we will cover off your views on, I think, where Blues are currently. Just the the difference 10 years makes uh, d- doesn't sound a long time, but feels like a bloody eternity ago. But before we get, get on to that, um, be really interested to understand, you know, was football always your passion as a lad? Was it something that you were sort of, you know, kicking a ball around as a nipper? Is that where your head was at from the get-go or is it something that happened later on in life for you? No, it was. I mean, as a young lad, all I want to do is play football. Um, not blessed with massive football ability. I mean, the kids, young kids I see nowadays doing tricks and and, and the, what the work they've got them doing is ugh, above and beyond the what what my 
youth was like. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to be a footballer. I just had the, the, the mindset and heart to, to want to be a footballer. And, and anyone told me I couldn't, then I, that, that was me. And that's me, me in life, really. If someone says, oh, I bet you can't do it, I, I bet you I can kind of thing. So I wouldn't advise it, that, that strategy to, to young kids of today, because I, I kind of just ignored school all the teachers saying you're not you won't make it you need to have a, an education my mum and dad they backed me to the hilt but obviously tried to get me to do the education but I was no just one track mine and, and thankfully enough I put all my eggs in one basket and, and thankfully yeah, it paid and off. just on that was that at um so sort of I guess from those more formative years around sort of teenage years were you I know you you'd sort of got involved with Wickham pretty pretty early on, but was were you playing sort of local football and then and certain something? Sorry, go on. Uh, before, no, I was going to say before that I was at Chelsea. Well, I, I moved to Bournemouth when I was about okay. eleven, um, but I was at Chelsea from from eight to twelve. Um, but obviously that that journey they changed Monday Thursdays like uh, um, Battersea. On, on a Monday in Harlington on a Thursday. So it was, and my mum would pick me up, but the headmaster knew what I was like and we and we got on. Um, and that's, that was me at middle school. This is sort of, I was still going up there in year eight, I think, year seven, year eight. And he, he let me finish early because my mum was just waiting in the car park to slap me all the way from Bournemouth to London <laughs> um, on a Thursday night trying to get into Battersea in the central London. So yeah, I mean, my mum and dad, bless them, they, they, they they did everything for me in that sense. Um, but it was just, at that age, it was just too far to go in the end. Yeah. It took its toll um, on my parents. So then then um, I had a spree spell at Bournemouth um, under Sean O'Driscoll and, and Tony okay. Pulis, uh, the academy there. Um, and then and then went to Portsmouth um, and sort of went, stayed there till I was 15. Um, and... It's changed now. It's a scholarship, isn't it? The old school was YTS, yeah. two years YTS. You're either good enough or you're not. And if you're not, you're out. So, yeah, but at that stage, they, 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 they decided not to offer me a YTS. Um, so at that stage, I thought my world was over. I thought, Christ, what am I going to do now? Um, and I was playing for the county. I was playing for Dorset. Um, and uh, a Wickham scout was there and just said, look, we want you to come up for, for two weeks. Um, and train with us uh, with, the, with the youth set up um, and within three I played one game and I think three training sessions they just said yeah we, we want to offer you a YTS brilliant, brilliant. and, and did, so, you, did you feel that you'd, maybe because you'd had a couple of knockbacks did you feel that you did you play with a bit more freedom or did you feel the pressure was on and think shit this is my last chance I really need to go uh, for it. What, what, was it was it different when you got to Wickham well, I mean, in, in, I always thought I'd make it in my head. I, I, I didn't. I don't really feel pressure. I, I just crack on. I just get on with it. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't view it as a last chance at all. I just thought. I thought I should have had a YT at Portsmouth, yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, they thought differently. Um, the lads they gave YTSs to in my position, none of them made it in the game. So that was a wrong decision on their part. Okay. But. In, in, in hindsight, it's a great thing for me to maybe have that yeah. um, that knockback because it made me want it even more. Sure. Um, so when, when the Wickham thing come up, I just thought, right, I'm I'm going to give this everything and then dive into it. Um, and 
fortunately enough, I was lucky enough to play in my in my first year of my YTS as, as in the first team. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think at yeah. the time you were maybe I think just doing some research. I think you made your debut at seventeen, and I think probably the youngest to to, to play for the first. So, how I was we were speaking to. Um, another ex-player, Paul Tate, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he, I think he played for Blues 16-17, and he said, I, I think in fairness, totally different personalities, but I think he was very much, he didn't feel he was ready for it. How did yeah. you view it when you made, just, when you made that, that, that sort of start? Well, you've got to think about football back then. I, I, I was a 17-year-old playing in a team of men. Yeah. I think the average age back then was, was 30 Something like that. Yeah. So nowadays, football's changed tenfold. Um, so going into that sort of uh, that dynamic of of grown men, and back then you could you were allowed to give the kids a bit of a wallop. Um, so yeah, it was daunting. But I thought oh, I'm there on merit. The man, Laurie Sanchez, was the manager. Called me in. I just said, look, you, I, I want to take you with the first team. Um, and, and came on second half uh, and made my debut against Trevor Benjamin. We won two one away at Cambridge. Uh, never forget it, and it was it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And then sort of from that day, my second year, they didn't back then they didn't give me a pro straight away. But they made me sort of still look your YTS. You've done well, kept me grounded, still doing jobs, still clearing out boots and skips and and, and whatsoever. Um, and yeah, I was. It made me want it more. I mean, my mum will tell you I was a terror as a, as a kid, school, home life. But because I knew I wanted to be a footballer that badly, going into that environment, it was yes, sir, no, sir. Go and make me a tea, clear that bit. Like, yeah, of course I'm going to do it. No attitude there because I, I wanted to be in that environment. And if it took me cleaning a million pairs of boots and clearing out whatever I, I needed to do, mopping floors, yeah, of course I'll do it. Um, so that side of it, I mean, I was still, I was in the first team at one point, and I was I was still having to do jobs after the game. So Jesus. yeah, it was it was good times. I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, and I think it made, it made me the person I am today because it it's not. I, I look nowadays at some of the kids and Christ, they got it easy. They got it so easy. <laughs> um, but that's how the game's changed, and 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 I I believe my. my my era of, of growing up within the game and and to when I finished, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Do you reckon that's why we lack kind of strong leaders in the modern game because people don't learn the hard way these days? Well, unfortunately, I've thought this for many years. It's, it's going to... The era of sort of John Terry's and that, that's gone now and you've Lampards and your Gerrards. You've got Hed, like Henderson now has been with those characters. So there's still some some sort of rules there. But I think when when Hen, like Henderson's era, Jordan Henderson's era come out of the game, unfortunately, I think it's just something's going to be missing. Yeah. It really yeah. it really is. And uh, over the years since then, year on year, it's just got, it's hard to explain. Um, maybe I'm stuck on, on how I think it should be. But again, look, I, I love how the game's going forward, but there still has to be some some grounding for these young kids and, and and earning, not just making a cup of tea. That's just something. But I don't know, just the respect for the older player now. Yeah, so yeah. Over the years I've, I've heard like, talking back and and 
and I just no, I, it's not for me. I don't like it, and and I don't, I, with my team, it, I've, I've made it very very clear. Look, this this is this is this time. My first meeting with them, I was like, look, I'm not I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking for being punctual and work hard and be respectful. There's, there's three things, and I ain't asking for a lot. Um, and and I think with with my with my thoughts on that, and that they kind of they bought into it. Yeah. Um, if you if you if you're late for training, you won't train. It's that simple. You, you stand and watch. Yeah. And it didn't take it long before I parked a couple of lads, and, and they thought, right, he's, he's actually serious. Yeah. Um, and you can guess what happened. No one was late. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, you can't be late in any walk of life. You you got an office job, and you're walking in at, at three minutes past ten, and you're supposed to start at ten. He's going to pull you. Oh, where what are you doing? Yeah. Absolutely. You're late. So yeah, I think just just that that kind of small things, but it, it makes you respect all the work that's gone into it, the planning. There's people there putting on set, and you, you just roll up at any time you want at ten past, and we start at ten. Uh, yeah, that, that doesn't work in any in any walk. No, it's not not just football. So just making them the respect of it there. But it's a long-winded answer to your question. Yeah, I do think it's missing. Yeah, yeah and, um, and maybe you know, with your time at Wickham when you. You know, you've you've sort of you've gone in early, and you've had a, like an unbelievable ground in there. So, do you think that obviously, I, just looking at the time um, when you're at Wickham, you got a lot of interest from a lot of clubs. Um, did you ever feel, or did you did you want to maybe move on sooner than you did before you went to Cardiff? Or I was only talking about this the other day. Um, with the, with the gaffer at Bromley. Um, so when I first got in the team, because there's a young lad, Liam Vincent, at um, uh, Bromley now, 17. Uh, he made his debut the other day. Um, you've got Man City sniffing around. People have made offers from leagues. So we were just having this conversation. And, and, and then I was like, when, when I was at Wickham and, and got in that, you, you have to strike while, while they're that age, that while yeah. the iron's hot. Um, <clears throat> Unfortunately, I got in the team. I mean, Laurie Sanchez put a cat amongst the pigeons, made me captain at 18 of the first team and like against with, with men. So there's people there that were probably a bit pissed off and think, well, how's he giving the skipper's armband? Um, so I played sort of six, six, seven games on eight games on the trot and, and we, we won six of them with flying way at Bournemouth. And it was just because just that ridiculous because obviously I had loads of people there. My family live in Bournemouth. Um, and I, I tore my cartilage in my knee, had to come off. Um, and it took me sort of eight months to get back from that. And, and just before that, there was talk with Graham Soonis at Blackburn. Um, was very interested, had watched me last sort of three games and, and, they, and they, there was talk that they, they, they were about to make an offer. So that side of it, I was disappointed. Um, to answer the question, I, I did... I loved it at Wickham, but I did end up staying there too long um, yeah. from making my debut to leaving at 23. Um, obviously, that Blackburn talk was with, was when I was 18, 19. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was annoyed. I've missed the boat in that respect of not getting to a higher level quicker. Yeah. But what, what happened after it is it, still not, I still can't complain. It's still, I still got to where I wanted to get to. So, yeah, just took a long way around. So when you you sort of what did you like about the Cardiff sort of opportunity? Was it was there anything that was stand out for you, or what what was what attracted you to them? 
what it was was look, I'd, I'd done everything I I felt but I'll get promoted at Wickham that, than I could do. I was getting in sort of the PFA team of the years from your peers and picking you year on year. I was getting uh, the player of the year year on year. So meet my mindset. I wanted to get to to the, to the highest level. So if something yeah. came in higher. It was it was a no brainer for me. Um, I had to go and test myself. And, and I was supposed to actually, I was actually supposed to, I spoke to Kenny Jackie, I was supposed to go to Swansea at the time and they were in League One. Um, Cardiff caught wind of it and, and sort of hijacked it and they were in a championship. So it was yeah. no brainer for me from, from League Two to, to the championship, mm-hmm. huge step. Um, and yeah, wanted it badly. Yeah. And I mean, had a, a really good run and a really good team. Um well, what was di- what did you find different from that? Obviously, you've gone up a level. Did you cope with it okay? Did you think it was like this is me? Did it take you time to adjust? Um, not really, to be fair. I mean, look, they had the, the centre back pair in there. You had Percy on. I ended okay. up taking Percy's place. Um, but he took that well. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, it was just good. It, 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 just the professionalism and, and the better standard of player, the better standard of opposition. Oh, I loved it. But well, I had three really great years at, at Cardiff, similar to Wickham, getting to play with the year every year. And, and no, I, Dave Jones sort of eased me in. And when once once I was in, I don't, I don't think I missed the game for two and a half years. So, um, yeah, loved it. Uh, very, very fond memories of, of, of Cardiff. And, what, and what, do you, what do you remember about the, the FA Cup run? What, what is that? You know, sort of stand. There's obviously you've got you've had a few standouts in your career, but that that must have been up there. Yeah, you have to get to as a championship side to get to the, the FA Cup final. Watched it as a kid, big big deal in my house, um, and and to play in it, it was some players play their whole career and don't get to any sort of final to try and win silverware. So um, to get to the final was above and beyond for for the club. Um, for me, me personally, and um, just shame it, it 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 didn't go our way on the day, but we certainly made a good account of ourselves. And that that what that uh, that day that made me feel that hurt helped me years later when, when I got back to another one. Yeah, for sure. So that which which is a, a nice sort of segue to you know very successful at Cardiff and. I think Blues had been, if if rumours are true, who knows in football, probably made a couple of approaches for you before we actually we actually landed you. So uh, again, what, what were your first impressions when you when you came to when you came to the Blues? What 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 did you think of the club? A good start, great start. I mean, it was very professional when I signed. Again, when when it came about and, and my agent rang me, I said, "Look, get it done, get it done." My my goal in life as a kid was to play in the Premier League so just get it done um, but yeah coming coming to, to, to Birmingham nice big ground and just yeah it was just professional um, I remember it very very fondly um, it was tough to leave Cardiff because it was in your comfort zone but it was just another another step I wanted to get there and, and make that choice so yeah I'm going um, so yeah settled in well and I think that he has to take some credit uh, McGaffa, Alex McLeish, he, he, he moulded a good, hard to beat team together with a bit of ex pros, a few kids. I mean, Scotty, we, we weren't tested in the Premier League at all. Um, hmm. 
and, and he thought we'd be good enough and, and, and moulded that, that team together of, of like I said, ex-pros like Bowes and Carly, brought Fergie down, who, who, vast amounts of experience and, and just it worked, didn't it? It did work. So well, yeah, it did. I mean, it definitely did. And, and for you, when you joined... You know, it, it chunk of change for for a, for a team like Blues. Did did you feel any pressure yeah, coming for you know a, a fair amount of money? Yeah, but uh, was that just something that you thought a lot of, or it's just like, well, this is what I've always wanted, so you know, we we crack on. I'll be honest with you, the price tag really didn't come into my mind. It's that it was my own pressure on myself to think, right, you're here. This is where you wanted to get to. Are you good enough? So I heap pressure yeah. on myself in that sense. I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think about the, the price tag at all. Because yeah. from from the step the steps I'd taken from Wickham to theirs, yes, it's been great. Okay, gone there, yes, it's been great. Successful, playing well. I just I, I wasn't used to not playing well. It doesn't. I'm not trying to sound big headed because later in in my career that happened to me. So but yeah. the, 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 the train that I was on to get me to, to, to that final point where I wanted to get to, I just, based on past history, I just felt, oh, you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. And it, 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 it kind of went that way. <laughs> so Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you, you, I think you played you play 38 games in that, in that sort of first season. Um, and I think for a lot of Blues fans watching, it, it, there's never normally sort of a, it's never normally easy. And I'm not saying finishing ninth in the Premiership is easy, but it just seemed to be that it just got sorted really early on. And, and, and we were talking earlier, your partnership with Scott Dan, how, how did that, you know, was it just immediate? Why was that so successful in your mind? Um, well, you got two lads there that hadn't played in the Premier League who wanted to play there, wanted to impress, wanted to do well. Both enjoyed defending. Yeah. Um, and we got on. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was, it, it, oh, I can't really say one reason why it works, but a lot of the, all them things put together, yeah, it's, it's, it was an, it's a successful partnership. Um, not just us two. You had Kari right back. You had rigid people, defenders, people that want to not fuss about bombing on. And, and you had Fergie there, knew his role, just sat in front of us. And, and it worked. And you have to give the manager plaudits for that. Just to, 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 we, we were so hard to beat. And yes, we didn't score many goals, but we didn't really ship any. So we no. either draw nil-nil or we win one-nil. And- Speaking on that kind of record-breaking season uh, for Blues, finishing ninth and whatnot, I think me in particular and a lot of other fans would feel the only thing that was missing from that season was probably a victory over Villa, to be honest. And that Villa away game, oh, we played so well. <laughs> and just to lose the way we did for something that was not a penalty, let's be honest. I still have arguments in the in the pub. I still live in Birmingham, by the way. So I, I go in the, into the crown in, in Four Oats and, and the fellas there is a bit of a mix. Villa, Birmingham, West Brom, Wolves. Um, it's all good banter, but I still have arguments now with people. Because um, in my in my eyes, look, if, if it was a penalty, I'd say, yeah, look, yeah, do you know what? After seeing the replay, 
I don't need to see the replay. I know, I know I played the ball, and I think the, the, the video evidence. I, let's take it to today's football. I don't think that gets given. Hundred no. percent, they don't. But uh, tough on the day to, to swallow, especially against Villa. Um, felt robbed because you're right. We were playing well, and away at Villa Park, a, a, a draw, nil nil. I'm, I'm happy, clean sheet. Um, yeah, so to lose in that in that way, I was yeah annoyed, very annoyed. Yeah. And then going on to the, as I said about Blues never being straightforward, it, I suppose it was that looking quite comfortable and maybe looking to consolidate and kick on if we could. What was the, I guess, the main difference going into the second? I mean, the second season is probably the most memorable in the history of the club, both mm-hmm. good and bad. So what, 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 how did you feel it was, it was sort of different in that your sort of second season at the Blues? I don't think it was massively different. It was, it was fairly similar. Um, look, I mean, who, who's been relegated with 39 points? Has it ever happened? I think someone went down with 40 once. Um, but yeah, to, to, take, to take, get that many points, I mean, it's our own fault. We needed, we needed bloody one win. Well, one point out of the last six games and we lost all six. So you have to take that on the chin and, and blame yourselves in a way. But it was difficult to, 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 to get relegated with that many points. Yes, the cut run, can you blame that? And did it take its toll? Maybe uh, with the extra amount of games. But we had more than enough to, to stay up that season. So that, yeah, I mean, it haunts me still to, 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 like to today. It's a tough pill to swallow to to go down with that many points because I think you're right if we if, if we could have just stayed up that season that's that side would have yeah. stayed together yeah like, one million percent it would have yeah. um, and then probably cutting it that fine into the final day that might have got a bit of backing sign a, another couple of players refreshing it um, and you could be looking at a different story um, with Birmingham and, and the, in the past 10 years so yeah, definitely. And, and do, do you think, you know, we, we had some, I think we had some key injuries and obviously Scott Dan was out for quite a while. Yeah. I, I mean, that ain't going to help the cause. Do you think, without sort of saying, you know, that that's the main reason why, but did you feel that you, you were just missing that sort of, you know, the rock next to you? For, uh, for yeah, in certain games. I mean, you have to give good credit to Martin. He obviously played in the final and was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought maybe the players that came in. It's, it's a tough one. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to hang anyone out. But did did we push hard enough in the January maybe to 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 get to cons- just make sure we we got that league position and and, and secured that? Um, I think the cup look it, it did take over. It was such a journey, wasn't it? With with, with this, this the quarters. Never mind the semi. And I just think. I don't know it, it kind of took over, and once we're in the final, obviously the all the hype was about that, and it, and it took it did take away from the league because every other week there's there's, there's yeah. photo shoots and videos, and, and and you get sidetracked, and, and and no matter how you try to sort of, I, I knew at the time I, I was like we've got to, we've got to get a league game Saturday, and we, we, we're guffing around on Thursday to do with the Carling Cup, so it was yeah. Yeah, but hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? Yeah, and 
I'm sure everyone would change management yeah. staff would, would think twice about how they approach stuff going yeah. into the league game and but with that then the, the, the owners just kind of they pay your wages and so you look got this on Wednesday and Thursday and whatever day we had that stuff on we, we had to do it nowadays yeah. I think a lot of people see league as a lot more important than cup competitions and I think that's why we've seen sort of the importance of the FA Cup and the League Cup sort of die down over recent years. Um, but I think a question for you personally, would if I you know, have... If I know your question, would I swap that cup for staying in the league? Yes, I would. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh... As much as I loved it and it's the highlight of my career, league in my head, to stay in the league, that, that's an achievement in itself. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to stay at Birmingham and go again the third season. Yeah. So, yeah, it ended up me leaving Birmingham due to it. So, yeah. And, and yeah, I suppose, so I I suppose on that, you know, with the, t- the team, you know, the whole thing broke up. It was sort of, you know, the euphoria followed by, you know, the, 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 the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Should, that team should have never gone down on well, paper. No, I, well, I mean, ask, ask yourselves a question as, as, as blue noses, and yes, it was the best day of our lives. Uh, I, it is a tough question, but what happened after that relegation? Would you have wanted to, to stay in the Premier League and that side stay together and add to that squad, or have that one day out at Wembley where in the semi final and the quarter final? Yes, it was great. My, my view is, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy we won the cup. And, and the yeah. reason, because I've been going for a long, long time, and Blues, I've got a really good knack of getting to a point where the times are really good are completely nausing it up. So even mm. if we've maybe stayed in for another year, then I'll give you an example. You know, if you'd have stayed fit and Scott had have stayed fit, we'd have sold both of you for a lot of money because that's mm. just the way the club has always worked. Um, so... For me, probably from a selfish point of view, because we can't dine out on much, mm. and you know, I'm still dining out on that. Oh, so <laughs> I'm still the most, so, yeah, maybe still I'm the most successful midweek club. <laughs> I'm making the wrong choice now. Take it back. Do you, do you know what? I'd, <laughs> I'd find that so hard to answer. It, it just it just depends where we'd be down the line, yeah. really. I think, but you can never know. Um, well, you do know because look, look where the club yeah. are. After that, so the five years following that, three, even go three years following that. Yeah, and and, and I think that um, you know post that that side breaking up. So obviously you moved on to Wolves. Then, mm. as you said, you didn't want to go, um, but obviously you know you wanted to maintain your your career and what you were doing. Um, yeah. How did you adjust to it to go into a club maybe where you know? By your own admission, probably wanted to be somewhere else. Did that did, did that loss and the and the hurt of relegation have an impact on you when in, when you went into Wolves? Yeah, I mean, look, I've done so many things about the Wolves saga, and and again, hindsight is a great thing. Would would I would I have gone? These are questions that you can only be asked after something's gone wrong. So. I, I, look, I, I mean, I've said it loads of times, I'll say it again, but I, I didn't want to leave Birmingham. They asked me, look, you, well, didn't ask me, they said, look, you, you've got to go. Uh, there's a lot of money there. We, we need to 
consolidate with our assets and and a lot a lot of players left that I think twelve players left that 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 season um, or that pre-season and go just going into the season. Um, and clearly, I, I was the only idiot that's chosen another Midlands club. Um, so yeah, got a lot of got a lot of heat heat for that, um, which I was disappointed about coming back to Blues um, with the Blue Boys and stuff. Yeah, it was a bit harsh um, after what I'd give to, to Birmingham. So yeah, I was a bit I was upset and, and disappointed with, with the reaction there. Um, but that's football, and and going into Wolves, it was just. Massively under pressure. I mean, the, the price tag was higher than what it was for for, for um, Birmingham. Um, Mick made the decision to make the captain immediate, immediately. Again, in, in hindsight, do I would I have took that? <laughs> tough situation. Um, put in a tough situation with it. So, look, I, w- I wouldn't change. So I'm, I'm me, and I've made them decisions, and I'll and I'll stand by them. Going into yeah. that, and then, and then, like I said to you earlier, that I, my my journey up until then, I didn't know playing badly. I, so going in, and, and we started like a house on fire. We I think we were second after four games. Everything I just thought, wow, it's happened again. And then yeah. boom, just like a sledgehammer, lost um, to QPR for I think four one. Then from that were just an absolute slippery slope, spiraled out of control, and the team just weren't weren't good enough in, 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 over a course of a Premier League season. So, yeah, there was a million things I've never dealt with before that I had to at, at Wolves. Um, my own personal performance, certainly, and um, it's what makes you stronger. You are, it's back. one of them things. Yeah, it's a yeah. football. Absolutely, and and then sort of I guess po- post. Post Wolves, well, you know, sort of went out on loan a few times, and um, I guess when you sort of not get into your end of your career, but obviously you you sort of maybe thinking of other things. Did you ever? Were you one of these guys that thought, yeah, it's football's always been my life. I want to try and get into management after football and and maybe take it further than your playing career, as you were sort of you know m- moving through, you know, sort of maybe leagues and different clubs. Mm, of course, yeah. Look, I, I, I'm football. That, that's me, football mad. And thought I knew at 24 I wanted to be in management and coaching. Um, so that's why I started my coaching badges early. Started them at 28, I think. Um, and then got them ticked off because, as I found out, you never know when, you, when your last game is um, with, in football. You could be flying one day, injured, bang, that's you out of the game. So I'm glad I... Uh, took that approach on it because a lot of players don't they, they think right okay I'm finished now let's start my badges it takes years yeah it takes years to get them I've, I've done all mine and it's took me six seven years to get all of them so it's not a quick fix um yeah and and just thought I'd try it out I had a year out after playing so just just because of my knee and, and I thought right that's I'm, gonna, I'm not officially retired I refuse to do it um I can't, I can't <laughs> say it. it. Can't rule it out. <laughs> I, I can't say them words. Next time you come just take your kit. Wikipedia's uh, retired me because they've obviously seen I'm, I'm uh, 23's manager at Bromley, but I'll never officially say it. It will hurt too much. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to dive straight in and, and I loved it at Bromley. They, they were brilliant for me. Um, 
obviously gave, gave me a chance after such a saga with my knee injury and loved it, absolutely loved it. Uh, made some great relationships and, 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 and the role came up and um, they, they decided, Look, let's get Rodger in. And then, yeah, yeah guy was going swimmingly well, sat top of the league and then he got shut down, unfortunately. So, sort of just drafted over to the first team and then and, and helping with, with the coaching and, and the sessions with the first team at the moment. Good club, so Bromley. You, um, you know, there's their kind of story of how that club has rose from mm. where it came from is fascinating in itself. It's a great little club. They've got great owners, and the owner's not a Wally. He's got a lot of money, very successful man, and he wants to do it right. So the foundations they've built, a new stand should, look, would, would suit a championship club, huge. Um, just started work on, on one of the side stands um, and it's got a lot more professional obviously me going in there was it was crazy I, I weren't used to it and it, it was like sort of wash your own kit no kit man kind of thing and I was like whoa, whoa what's happening here so <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say what's that change like <laughs> oh it was mental I, I had to laugh at some things and just go with it and just roll with it because you just lose your head um, but in, in I think without bigging myself up, my, my standards of professionalism has sort of worn off on a few of the, like the manager and the assistant manager and, and, and the people around it. Well, why, why isn't this there? Why isn't that there? I'm like, look, I know it's all money related. Um, but that, the, the club is, is on a massive, massive rise in, in my eyes. It's the academy's humongous. There's 400 kids in the academy. It's better than some championship academies. Um, yeah, they're going the right way. There's, he's not the owner's not trying to buy the buy the, the league. He wants to yeah. do it right. Give give people deals when they deserve them. Uh, they've just started handing out two year contracts. It's never been heard of. It's always look, he has a year's contract, and we'll revisit it. But no, they're they're, they're going in the right way, and, and, and with good management and good owners. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I'm enjoying it. Just yeah. trying out things like. I've got my own team and I try sessions, what works, what doesn't work, formations, um, and just getting the boys to buy into how, how, how I work and my, my thought process on the game. Let's become a manager one day. Management, definitely, yeah. I'm happy learning at the moment. I think the worst case scenario, go being chucked into a job and you're right in, in the spotlight and, and your first job could be your last. So I want to, yeah. when, I, when I go in, I want to be... The right time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not forcing it. I've got no ulterior motive at, at Bromley. I'm, I'm learning as as as, as, as I go. I, look, I have my philosophy on football, and I'm putting that through to my my team at the moment. And and yeah, I've been with the first team as well. And and they ask my opinions, and and it's just nice to be in and around the game and and just helping in in whatever way I can. Um, yeah, so see what, see what the future takes us. Yeah, so, so you, you're obviously at a club now that, as you just said, sort of good owner, well run, good gaffer. So moving nicely. <laughs> oh, no. I know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's coming. Um, such a great chat. Should we just end it there? <laughs> I, 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 um, as I said, as I said at the beginning, it's it, it's it's really good to get. I think maybe a bit more of a, a, a maybe a calming perspective on, on where the club's at. Um, mm. So, start of the season, Karanka's appointed. What, what were you, A, what was your first thoughts? 
And then as the season's gone on, what have your sort of observations been? Well, initially I thought brilliant. Uh, and I actually did the first game um, for, I think it was BBC West Midlands um, and watched the Brentford game. Yeah. Yeah. And what a performance. I just thought brilliant. He's, he's only been here so long and he's got them. I, I did the season before and it was no disrespect to, to anyone, but it was, it was a car crash. Um, yeah. And I just thought, where, where, where is this team going? Um, so to come back the following season and, and see Karanka in, I thought, great appointment. Um, give them some, like, a bit of an identity. Be hard to beat. Of which that Brentford game, they they could have played another two ninety minutes and not scored. So it was, it was nice to see. And I thought, yeah, that's a good appointment. That's good. this 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 could be good. This could be a good appointment this season for for, for Blues. Uh, since <laughs> it's very up and down, isn't it? Some game I've done I've done five or six games, and, and some games is is there, and they'll go and get a great result, and then the following game it's the complete opposite. Um, so the, 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 the what was it the Wickham game should have yeah. gone on and won three and four, end up yeah. losing the game. Um, two totally different performances. First half was was great. Second half just capitulated. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a tough watch, and I, and I feel for the, the Birmingham fans at the moment because, as I said, it's a high, and then there's a few lows and then there'll be a high and then there's a few more, more lows and it's just as there's no um what's the word i'm looking for <sighs> there's no uh it's just they're not stringing it together in in in, in just being solid for, for a period of time no consistency in 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 that that was the word i was looking for no yeah. consistency it's, it's it's a bit up and down isn't it so as a fan tough to watch I mean, what, yeah. what what would you? I, mean, I think what do you think's missing? I know I know consistency a hundred percent, and I and I would wholeheartedly agree that it's been you know we had a couple of really good performances. Um, well, God, I don't know how long ago. It feels like it forever ago. But yeah, I mean, with middle for a win away. <laughs> yeah, no one would have seen that coming. So yeah, that, that's that. what I'm talking about. To go away, get a clean sheet, and win one nil. That's brilliant. And then you come but, but back and, so. and perform like they did at Preston. Yeah, home. yeah, so. and, and and I think maybe that sort of I think where we're at now, uh, you know, sort of, um, Cov, Wickham, um, obviously Luton, there, there just seems to be this. I don't know what do you think's missing. If you looked at that team and said, right, apart from just where 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 do you think you know you you if in your view you you'd say right if we did x it'd have the biggest biggest impact it's a tough question everywhere so it's gonna be my my i don't want to hang anyone out and I, I still no that's fair enough two people at, at blues and um Karanka, I, I believe he's a good manager there is right there's, there's clearly something missing yeah um but I will say, it's the only thing I'll, I'll say, well, the games I've watched, in, in and, I, and I'm very fond of the the, um, the four two three one. Is sometimes I don't, I feel as though the players don't know how to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very <laughs> defensive, but it's a great form. I play it. I play it with my 23s and they've really bought into it. And I'm defensive, very, very defensive minded. So I thought, right, 
I'm not just going to go four four two. I'm going to. I want to. I want to be attacking, but I, I want to be so solid defensively. And, and I, I believe that's the best formation, certainly for me, um, and uh, how I my how I process the game because you're so solid when you haven't got the ball. Yeah. But when you have got the ball, you you, you can sometimes get six players in five six players into the box. So just games that when, when I see it and I see the patterns happening and they're keeping it one side to the other, that's great. They do, they don't bomb on the players that should be bombing on. They they still stay in that and then, and then it gets broke down too easily and the and possession gets lost. That's my that's the only thing I can say. Certainly with that formation, I'm not I'm certainly not going to dig out Karanka's methods on on how how his team should play and and. Our players giving it hundred percent. I, I I don't know that. That's that's, yeah. that's for the team and, and the, the manager to sort out. Um, it's one of them, <laughs> really. I, I suppose if you were Karanka, it would you would you be open to trying something maybe like a kind of direct approach in a four four two that's worked for Blues before? Because obviously a lot of those players are still previous players. That yeah. he's playing, so you know, if it's not, maybe if they're not completely buying into the four-two-three-one, would you try maybe a four-four-two that they're used to and just try and see out the rest of the season and try again? Oh, well, look, sometimes you've got to win ugly, and the fans have to deal with it. Like you'd rather win ugly and and yeah. be talking about a win than oh, we've lost two 0 again. So I, yeah, massively, Duke, you've got one of the best centre forwards for heading the ball in, in the league. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and sometimes, yeah, you've got to go back to basics. All right, okay, we're going to hit the big man on 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 the diag. Yes, play a bit of football, but predominantly we're we're going to hit him and runners off him. Yeah, see so what happens. Pen, pen, pen sides in because from a defender's point of view, you'd rather not deal with that for ninety minutes. Uh, uh, but look, perfect for me. I'd just go and edit, but. <laughs> Sometimes if you're penned in and you can't get out, so when you are clearing it, you're just giving it straight back. And their first thought is to just bomb it straight back in. That's that's hard for 90 minutes. That's that's hard to deal with. Yeah. So maybe it is going to take that. Uh, and, and I think, Roger, on, on some of the commentaries that I've, I've heard you do, where, uh, you know, certainly from, from just looking from, as you said, from a defender's point of view, if you've got somebody like Juki, you know, you're marking Juki and you've got a Mark Roberts, and I know the, the throwings never work, but mm. that aside, when there's like 15 minutes to go and it's nil-nil or you need a goal, we have got, I, I believe, we've got some assets there that you, you're absolutely right. It isn't pretty. It ain't Brazil 1970. But at the moment, what we just need to do is just just Three some sort of method of just trying yeah. to ruffle a few feathers and, and, and getting involved back to base yeah I, I, I do believe in it and sometimes it, it has to be done it has to be done and it won't be the first manager if he does decide to do it but it hasn't done it before it, it's, it's, if you're not if you're not winning games right okay what 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 can we change what can we what can we do now yeah Reverse, you play to your strengths. Like I said, you've got Duke, Dukey there, one of the best headers of the ball in the league. So he, he pins people. So just bring bring the pretty players in, running off him. Go and finish. Brilliant. Yeah. See yeah. if it works. I, I don't know. It's, football's tough. Everyone's a manager, aren't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And so, Tom, have you got have you got a few few questions from the fans? Yeah. Who, uh, uh, <laughs> you, you complete the fifth if you want to, Roger. I appreciate that some of these might be might be a bit direct. So if you want, I don't mind. I'm very direct myself, so I'll give a direct answer. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> we have some questions from fans, and uh, we lost the questions we had on Instagram. So I've kind of just chucked a few in myself. Uh, but starting with the questions on Twitter, this one's from uh, Tom. Um, does he have a, fa- a spare pair of boots and fancy a game? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, do, do you know what? We, we do start five overs against the, the, the young kids. Um, and we're battering them. We, we should enter a, 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 a senior side and start <laughs> playing other clubs. Like we, it's very The catchment in Bromley is, is unreal. We've got Palace, Charlton. We're talking about getting a staff mini league going. But, do it, um, do it. <laughs> yes. So but I'm still a player in my head. Like I said, I don't want to retire. So, look, if anything ever come up, and I thought, yeah, do you know what? Go with it. You never know. I'm not going to rule it out. But at the moment, I'm I'm fully focused on From, on, uh, on on just yeah coaching and and and, and bettering myself in that in that field. Yeah. So uh, next question is from Big Dave. Um, what does he? Th- what do you think of the current centre halves at Blues? Mm, tough. Huh? <laughs> these, these are my. <laughs> this is my centre half union now. <laughs> oh, uh, defenders, look, defenders, very much like myself. I, I, I wasn't amazing at football, but what I did have, I, I was a, a good defender. Head block, tackle, and give it five yards to someone who's better at football than me. Um, it's a tough one. Look, Harley put his body on the line for for anything. He'll, he'll tackle with his head, and I think that that's the basis of, of a good defender. Um, it's a bit, it's not just centre backs. It's, you need that unit. You need a back four who all want to defend, and the, and then the, the boys in front of you, they're going to get out and block. If they haven't blocked it, you get out and block it. I don't. I I, I just think. Defensively, I, I, I'm not going to hang them out. Look, goals win games, and if you're conceding, then clearly the thing is going to get pointed. Um, but I just think he's a team. He defenders a team, and then if it's not sticking up front or you're not keeping it and you're losing it in, in stupid areas, then then the back four they are they're going to get found out sooner or later, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so I next- said that very cleverly, didn't I? You did. I thought it was very smart. I mean, you know, you, you can answer that in a sense that you can talk about you can talk about the positives of the defenders. And obviously it's not working on the pitch right now, but they're all good defenders on their day. It's just getting that out of them at the moment. Of course, exactly that. It's exactly that. And and and, and like I said, the consistency of it, keeping a clean sheet. I was that, that result with Borough take, for instance, I thought, right, brilliant. Brilliant, and, yeah. Like, home game, lost one-one little way. Superb, clean sheet, come back, and, and just that—that's that's the consistency isn't there. And if they'd have gone and got a result and a clean sheet, pressing, it builds and it builds and it builds, and it, and that's what we were like. That's why we went on that run as a, as a team in in, in uh, what ten years ago, um, and and we just thought well, it's gone on that long. We ain't we ain't gonna lose. Yeah, so people like United and Arsenal, Chelsea coming. We we ain't gonna lose, hundred percent. Yeah, confidence builds so so much. But if you've all got the people 
dying, willing to die for the cause. That's a huge help. Just, I just want to interject for a second. Well, you, you said that you know you're right. You know you you're definitely ahead it and kick it and and absolutely well Premiership footballer. So you know doesn't really get higher than that. But you made the point of you give it five yards so somebody would take it off you, and you you probably had Fergie doing that more often than not. Perfect scenario. The, the problem is though, we we haven't got anybody that that will do it. Well, no, no one wants to touch the ball at the moment because of of how it's. Well, there you go. That's that's the confidence thing. I don't, they just, they don't want to make a mistake. Um, but yeah, look, like people say I underestimate my my me my thoughts on myself as a footballer too too much. But having someone like Fergie there was perfect because I, yeah. I do what I do. That's why I'm in the. That's what I'm getting paid for. That's why I'm in the team keep it out of goal, occasionally hit the nice 40-yard diag. Um, but predominantly, Fergie puts himself in a position where I'm, I've, I've stepped in and, and took it off to fall with it. Right, you have it. Yeah. Go and, make, go and, go and do the magic. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, next question is from uh, William Wright-Heatley. Fancy a managerial job or to come out of retirement to play in a back four? I think you can see the common theme. Yeah. The question. The thing is, it's so hard. In my head, I'm still a, I can still play. Like I'm, I'm 37. I, I could still play, certainly at, at, at the level um, in the National League. Although it's a very good league. that You get some players that have played league football, yeah. Premier League football, dropping down in, into them divisions later in their careers or certainly in this climate of COVID there ain't many contracts being offered and sometimes you've got to drop your ego and if you want to play you, you soon find out who still actually loves the game and wants to play or it's just a pound note um, and that's why I did it I, I thought well, I'm not going to just stop now if that's my knees my knee get on with it um, and, and go play and go and enjoy it I get what everyone's trying to do but at the moment I'm loving management yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, Unless Blues need me in, in the middle of a three, I'm not coming out of retirement, but I'm not retired yet. <laughs> so I'm confusing you. I'm confusing myself. I'm not retired, but yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next question is from uh, Neil Evans. Uh, I'd like to ask him what makes a good manager uh, that makes a team successful and like you really want to play for them. Um, and he said Karanka has a lot of experience and I'm sure a lot of tactical knowledge but from the outside he doesn't seem all that inspirational just a bit emotionless on the sideline yeah well look I'm new to the game and I, I know how I'll behave and I, and I do I'm screaming and shouting in, in my games and wanting to fight the opposition manager and just I want to I want to be out there and I want to I, I die for my team and whoever I'm in, in charge of um we're, 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 we're as one so and that that's what I'm so pleased about with, with, with the kids at Bromley um, because they bought into what I'm about so that I, I believe that the look fans want to see someone maybe jumping around best manager uh, just won the Premier League Klopp, Klopp, Klopp's like it yes he, he's got respect to the players yes he's good tactically he knows the game but he's got the passion there as well I, I think it's huge um, there's many managers that I, that I look at and some I've played for and I, I, I look at them and I think are you, you going to get the best out of me are you, are you going to get me up for this game 
So you shouldn't need the manager, but Christ, it helps. You, you get yourself yeah. up and then the team get yourself up for it and how mentally strong you are. I, I was always up for games just for my own, myself. Um, but when you when you see managers that, that, that are just, that would you believe would die for you um, and, and the same way round, I'd die for him and, and I'd tackle with my head if it was going to stop and help the team. Uh, I don't know, it's make a good manager. I, I do believe that's, I think, one major thing that you need to be in it with them in, in yeah. respect of getting up and, and shouting like the modern some some managers that's not them as, as people um, who, who was the best manager you played under I was going to say that next one of my questions would be who's your um, manager well I've, I've, I've cleverly took bits from, from different managers I've, I've played under some great managers John Gorman at Wickham uh, superb uh, coach manager probably not um so I've took bits out of that of him Dave Jones look, I thought he was great um Mick I, unfortunately I didn't have that, that long with him um but, but Alex it was just I don't know it worked it was just something about him that the respect was there straight away there wasn't yeah there was laugh and joke but the, the, and a bit of banter and I knew he had my back and he knew I had his. So it was, it was one of them. It, it just worked. Um, so in my career, successful-wise, who got the best out of me um, would, would, would be Alex. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then kind of going on to a couple of questions I put together myself, short, snippy. Obviously, you scored at home in a 1-1 draw against Villa. Atmosphere would have been great, you know, scoring against mm. rivals. But then, obviously, you scored that amazing goal against West Ham in the semi-final. That you just, uh, which one did you prefer scoring? I loved scoring against Villa. Don't get me wrong, I, I loved <laughs> it. Um, and just, yeah, it was just being at home, um, to, to, like, celebrating with the uh, with the fans. It, that was was big. Um, but I think the, the the importance of that West Ham goal and and the atmosphere that night and the noise and, and where that goal took us in the game and, and took us in, in in respectfully to the to the final um, and to to finish that journey off of that cup run and be involved in in such an important goal, yeah, I, I mean that has to be that has to be the one I'm afraid, well, uh, and it was and it was a header, so yeah. Definitely. On, on the Villa goal, that was um, my eldest son's first game. Oh, really? And we're sat in the bottom front paddock and you, oh, came, you, you nutted you, and you came over and I'm thinking, this is his first game. <laughs> we just scored again. And it was absolutely unbelievable. You know, so, you know he's a, a mad blue nose now. And, you know, the only for thing that I've bettered it is if we'd have won 1-0. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, just just to see a score against Villa in his first game, he he was a lucky lad. I I certainly didn't get that. So that yeah, that that was one. Sorry Brilliant. to interject, but absolutely, the, one of the goals I'll never forget. We can yeah. just forget Collins. We we don't need to think about <laughs> him. <laughs> um, but no, as another question from me would be, I suppose obviously a lot of people always. 
I suppose, unfair criticism because, you know, you were, you were kind of forced out for the money in the end because the club mm. needed it. Would you have preferred to stay at Blues and build the club back up and, you know, be a part of that European run that you'd earned, really? Exactly. Yeah, look, it was gutting. It was gutting. Look, I wanted to stay in the Premier League. First and foremost, I'd, I'd had a taste of it and loved it. Um, but if I felt, well, one, I got asked to leave, so the conversation wasn't even there. But if I felt that the club were actually going to proper buy into, look, bouncing straight back and going for it, then, yeah, yeah look, I made decisions over my career and, and, and they have, I have to be sold on it. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'd, I'd waited so long to, to get to the promised land of the Premier League and loved every second of it with Birmingham for it to be taken away in the way it did and, and, and a chance to go and play in it again. Um, clearly, it would have took a lot of a lot to sort of make me change. I'm not I'm not going to say I wouldn't have changed my mind, but it would have needed Birmingham to one want me give me a, a deal, a decent deal that I feel that I, I would have earned just to back me as, as a player and then prove to me that, that they're actually going to go and, and have a right go at bouncing back. Yeah. Um, and that didn't happen. So, yeah, look, if, if them things did happen, I'd have had a right decision to make. Definitely. Do you, do you kind of... Do you, do you feel like you you missed out not being able to play in Europe though? Because I think that's devastated, absolutely devastated. You're right. I, I I feel as though I was a big part to play in that along with along with the team, um, and we all deserve to to go and have a bash in that. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was I, it hurt. I was massively gutted um, to not to not play for, play for Blues in in that competition. Um, because look, it was oh, it was great times. Absolutely loved every second of it. So the way it ended, just yeah, it was bad taste in the end. Um, I, th- I think it, in in I mean times are I mean obviously a coin of phrase. Time is is a healer, isn't it? And I think uh, you know to to Blues fans now, the, what the memory of of you pl- being you know your association with Blues isn't how you left. It's what you did when you were there, and, mm, it, and that's yeah. the way it is now. Um, Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and one thing that that there's been a massive opener, I think, for a lot of fans with listening to pods, the stuff that goes behind the scenes that fans never hear about, the conversations mm. that happen, what's released to the into the public domain isn't always necessarily exactly what happened. And I think you know that we we, we probably should all maybe not believe everything that we, mm. we read and everything that we see. Massively. I've always said it, don't believe everything you read. Um, social media has just took over the planet. So there's always someone that's going to have an opinion. And look, they're, they're, they're allowed that. But like I said earlier in the, in the pod, I was, I was, yeah, I was gutted when I come back. Because I've been back to Wicca, I've been back to Cardiff and I'd stand innovations. And, I, and if, I, if I felt I, I'd earned it anywhere, it was certainly St. Andrews. Mm. Um, so to come back... And I've spoke to loads and loads of fans over the years, and they're like, "No, no, it's a, it's a minority, it's a minority." At Certain the time, things. it felt big. Overthinking it. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I, I think was, it, I was it, devastated. It really is just because it was Wolves at the time, I think, and and that, and that's that's all I can think it was because, as I said, I, I, I was one of twelve yeah. probably at left. Um, yeah. But. I, 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 look, I get the Midlands thing. I, I, I get it was a, a rival club. Imagine well, if it was Villa. Just, 
Special report for the gaffer. I would, I would, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. Very brave, very brave man. I, I, I wouldn't have done it. It still blows my mind to this day. But you know, even da- down the line, he was forgiven by a lot. Um, when it came to that 140 year anniversary dinner, which I believe you were at as well. Um, yeah, I was here. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? You know, just reuniting with everybody. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, just see the lads again. I tell, tell you what's been really nice. Um, obviously, the ten years anniversary. We're supposed to have, have had a a big meal by now. Actually, it was yeah. this month. Actually, think it was this weekend, twenty um, first of, of of February. We were due to to go into one of the big big buildings in in Birmingham. Can't remember where it was to to go and have a sit down. They'd sold all the tables uh, and just get that. That cup squad back together, and yeah, I was really looking forward to it. But because of what's happened with COVID, I think it's been put back till May. But we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, just we've been doing podcasts and, and Zoom calls, and and just getting back and chatting about it. Like me, yeah. who was it the other day? Me, Fozzie, and and Bose. I just sat there like cold, like the hair standing up and. Just and thinking like, about it, all. eyes filling up. It was just the emotion. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was nice to to to, to revisit it. Um, but it's been on telly the last. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't know if any of you've watched it or seen it. I keep getting Birmingham fans sending it to me. Oh, Channel Four <laughs> retro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just sit there. It's brilliant. I just watch it again. So, I was going to say. I've had plenty of times where I've sat down and rewatched the game with a beer in hand and then tears in eyes. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's just it's just one of them. Um, and, you know, when I think about stuff like that, I wouldn't change it. But then, I, I don't know, it's just frustrating because I feel like that team was more than deserving to stay up. But injuries mm. and stuff. And no, I agree. Totally agree. Happens. It's, um, so, Rog, just one, one last one, last one. I guess before we we wrap yeah. it up, um, obviously you played as we've said two fantastic seasons and the amazing Blues teams, and you, you can answer this one without I think um, <laughs> digging anybody out. If, yeah. if, if, oh, God, if you could, if be? you could pick one player, we've asked it every player. Yeah, Don't worry. <laughs> if you could pick one player that you played with the Blues and drop them into the team now that you felt would have the most impact, who would it be and why? Tense. Torn between two. It's probably not <laughs> what you think it's going to be. Oh. Could I guess one? I'm torn between two. I'm, I'm torn between two, but I'm going to go with Fergie. Great shout. I knew you would, yeah. That's a great <laughs> shout. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Fergie. Kari, oh, it was either Kari or or, or Fergs, but I think because Fergie's central, Kari right back can't. Yes, he can talk and he can he can instruct and, and give give his how he was over, but out on the right, I just think centre of the pitch and the, and the job that he did in securing that, picking out passes, um, and then the way he was as a, as a bloke and a player and the experience and the talking of it. The understanding of the game, I think he would definitely help that side out at the moment. Yeah, I, 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 could, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, just, yeah. Just one there. more quick question from me. Um, obviously, you know, you spoke about the last six games and all we needed really was a point. Um, 
but you look at that last game in particular, we didn't play badly, played well. No. Uh, unlucky in the end, you know, Pavlyuchenko just had a blinder. Like, uh, it wasn't much you could... Well, we were with nine up front because we heard from the sideline that we needed to score because we, <laughs> uh, I think Wolves had scored a fifth against uh, Blackburn, did they yeah. beat four? They lost, they lost in eight, five, three or something, or four, four, something like that. So, yeah, we were sat steady. At, we were staying up at 1-1. Mm. And then I think we, we ended up going down by a goal, didn't we? So that's why they got the second, which kind of was a bit harsh, really. Cause we'd have you seen think that there was much more you could have done like that day? That day? No, I think you're right. I think we performed well. I thought we'd come away with a, away at Tottenham, 1-1. Yeah, we'd have took that. I just can't believe we were in that position to, to go in not... yeah. Without, with other sides can do something to affect you. It was, yeah, yeah, it haunts me. Still haunts me to today. Um, having that many games left to, to have it in our own hands and to to mess it up. But it's a tough league. So when you go on that run, Peter, it's, it's been the same year on year. You, you look at Sheffield United. The longer that run goes on, where you ain't getting a win, it start, it does affect you. Mm. Mm. But I think, I suppose, to wrap it up, Rog, firstly, thanks so much for your time. That's been, I absolutely loved it. Um, oh, no problem. No and, problem and, at all. And, Enjoyed it. And I think, you know, for, for, for me, <clears throat> you know, I'd much prefer to say, you know, thanks for everything that you did for the club. And obviously, you know, that that, that piece of silverware, and I, and I do stand by what I said, I wouldn't give that for anything. I've I'd have been buried by so many Villa fans if we hadn't won that. So I'm I'm absolutely over the moon with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Tom, thank you very much for your time, and Roger, thank you so much, and uh, good luck with Bromley. I hope it all goes well, mate. Yeah. And, um, Thanks. I hope I'll see you there. in the Blues dogout one day. Uh, absolutely. You never know. You never absolutely. know. I live. I, I live in bloody Sutton. I could do with a job at somewhere at Birmingham. We'll <laughs> somewhere see. local, yeah. Time we'll, will tell. We'll definitely put a word in. But yeah. but for now, um, thank you everybody for downloading the pod. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. As I said, please, uh, if you're downloading iTunes, please leave a comment and rate. It does out, help us out greatly. And don't forget to find all your pods from Blues Focus Pod. Uh, .co.uk and never miss a pod by subscribing. But for now, thank you very much for listening and, and please remember to drop in us for the reviews and previews of the games as we get towards the, I guess, the crunch part of the season. But for now, thanks a lot and keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call 
on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.